Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. Folks, welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. This is your pal Ryan, and we have once again made it to the end of the week. We've made it to Friday. You've made it to Friday. You did it. You did it. We did it. And we are going to celebrate by really just lighting this past week's Vanderpump Rules just we're going to burn it to the ground. We are going to DJ James Kennedy. Guys night. Guys night. I'm still not over last week's episode when DJ James Kennedy was so obsessed with guys night. You've got to do a guys night. Yeah, Raquel can't come to guys night because she doesn't have a wee wee. Yeah. We've got so much stuff to talk about first. Um, but first off, thank you guys so much for, for watching, listening. Uh, you know, we've been pumping these out on YouTube lately as well. So hello, if you're watching on YouTube, if you're watching on YouTube, you get to see my new haircut. I only get a haircut once every <laughs> three or four months. Uh, that's the only time I actually start to relate to people like Schwartz, where I'm like, you can tell this guy is not good with cleaning his body like me <laughs> doing things like the, the, the my barber she was like hey what do you what do you want like uh you doing anything with your eyebrows i'm like no am i am i supposed to be doing things with my eyebrows you can do yeah feel free to do things with the eyebrows anyways thank you so much for being here listening all of that jazz how are you guys by the way are you good Another wild, wild week. Also, just so you know, I'm recording this after I actually recorded this. 
very much Inception like, but I went really long on the recap. So it was like a two and a half hour episode. So what I'm doing is I'm splitting this into two parts, you guys. So this first 50 minute section is going to be all the stuff this week. The new Raquel uh, paparazzi photograph outside of Ariana's house. And I do specify Ariana's house. Very trashy. We cover the Sheena court case. Uh, We cover uh, a situation with Lala that I'm having right now. And just a lot of the Vanderpump reactions. And then part two, which I'm releasing at the same time, has an hour and like an hour and a half recap of this week's episode, episode eight. So after you finish this, just go right on over there and listen to episode two. It is insanely wild. Okay. Um, And we, and listen, I know there is so much other stuff happening right now. And that's why Monday, the pop culture roundup, we're going to cover the Atlanta trailer. There is a new summer house spinoff, Martha's Vineyard. They snuck that out on us today, the, the trailer. So two trailers. We'll talk about that on Monday. Gwyneth Paltrow won the trial of the century it turns out the jury did not believe that uh, the man was assaulted by Gwyneth Paltrow on a pair of skis. So celebrities, if you're listening, it is it is safe to ski again. Gwyneth Paltrow uh, won one dollar. That's all she asked for. And even on the the way out of the courtroom, she you know, she was excused and she went to the guy and she goes, you know, I, I, I she said like a pleasantry. Like, I hope you're well kind of, but it, it, I mean, that could have been read as a gigantic F you, but I think she was genuinely, I think she was like, this has been a lot of fun, actually. Thanks. <laughs> this is, it's been really fun. We did a lot of, we, this inspired a lot of memes. So congratulations. That guy was, that guy started to completely be ridiculous though, because he, he started to say that, you know, this is, this is, I'm taking the power back from celebrities. And when celebrities don't get punished, that's how Jeffrey Epstein happens. Like he literally start. And that was, that was when it's like, Hey man, maybe, uh, maybe you don't need to testify in your own. Maybe don't testify. That's bad. Um, I wanted to say thank you to all of our guests this week. We had such a great lineup of shows. And I know a lot of people, listen, the Vanderpump rules recaps, like, listen, I was recapping Vanderpump Rules when Vanderpump Rules was not doing well. And they, uh, it used to be like my Beverly Hills recaps, uh, they would get insane downloads. And now the Vanderpump Rules gets really insane downloads. But we have great shows all week long. And you can pick those up at any time. In fact, Thursday's episode, we had Emily D. Baker. You don't get better than that. And she walked us through all of the legal proceedings. Um, I want to talk a little bit about Sheena's uh, victory in court yesterday. I mean, like this, this was like a few good men. I mean, screw Gwyneth Paltrow. We had Sheena Marie up against Raquel Rachel Levis in court on a TRO, a temporary restraining order. And Sheena, uh, Raquel Rachel didn't show up because Get this. We're going to talk about this too. She was over at uh, at Ariana Maddox's house that she shares with Tom Sandoval, Scumdoval. She was over there, and I, I have so many thoughts that I can't wait to get into. Uh, so we, you know that happened. Uh, also, uh, I don't. Uh, there was like a president of some. We had a president of some sort. He he got indicted. Uh, for like, I think campaign funds towards uh, a porn star, a sex worker. And, you know, I just find it sad that in these days, if we can't use campaign funding to, you know, pay sex workers to be quiet, what kind of country have we become? I mean, honestly, I mean, come on. I, I would figure being president would make you be able to do those. They should be legal. I'm joking about all of that. And this is not the show about that. This is the show about other horrible people. The people of Van... I should. I really should specify more. The men of Vanderpumpy rules. I just call it Vanderpumpy now. Um, we're in episode eight in this episode. I've been hearing so many back and forths about the episode count. Now, when going into this season, I was hearing that it was like a 16, 17 episode season. And it looked like the trailer and even the mid-season trailer had such a great, a wealth of storylines, things that like, I was like, wow, they're going to really, they're going to really space this out. Now, I did bring up last week that the last season of Vanderpump Rules did not get good ratings. Um, So I thought, well, maybe 
maybe they got a shortened season order. You know, on Beverly Hills, they got good ratings during the Erica Jane, uh, Tom Girardi season. And it was like a 24 episode season plus a four. It was something insane because it had a really good rating. So then the next season, it was the same amount of episode ordered because they know they can sell advertising on that. So I think Vanderpump Rules, Bravo, um, Evolution, uh, the production company behind this, uh, NBC Universal, they said, hey, we're going to hedge our bets. We're not going to pay for a 20 episode season. Uh, we'll give you 10 or 12, right? And that's good because at least they're giving it an opportunity to come back in some fashion. Now, they made a mistake because I don't think, I mean, listen, this season, would have been excellent without Scandaval. Like, honestly, I was, I mean, the first four episodes or three episodes, I was loving it. It was like, it was, it was so, it was great. Not on this like stress inducing heart panicking level that we're at now, because we have all of this social media to influence what we see in these episodes now, but it was still really good. And um, so I imagine once, you know, the scandal all happened, they immediately had cameras rolling within a day or day and a half. Right. I think Ariana found this out on Thursday, Wednesday night, cameras rolled on Friday. Um, Hopefully they'll get one or two more episodes about that. And then the reunion. Now, what I keep hearing about the reunion, and I will say, take anything that I say with a grain of salt, take anything that you hear. If anybody says I've, I've got all of the hot tea. First off, if I say that, just roll roll your eye. Like, just I can hear you rolling your eyes. I roll my eyes as well. But be careful with it because a lot of those things, I'll like, oh, I'll click on something and I'll be like, oh, you're literally just reading the page six article. Oh, you're literally just, or I heard this from a friend from the prime. You know, that all is just be be wary, be careful believing that and be careful kind of spreading that information um, because a lot of it just turns out to be not true entirely. And I think part of the excitement of any of these shows is kind of being surprised, is kind of going like, ooh, I see why they did that, you know? Um, I like not knowing everything. There is an excitement in not knowing, even though in now nowadays we seem to want to know everything. Every little piece of information, we dissect everything. I'm not a big, I, I don't go on Reddit a lot, but I get sent a lot of Reddit comp, Reddit links or something like that. Uh, and it's a very, Reddit scares the shit out of me. Hello, Reddit users, if you're out there. It really scares scares the shit out of me. But they, I mean, these guys are solving the, solving the world's problems over on Reddit. Like if we could get the people that really are dissecting detective work in Vanderpump Rules onto... Um, I don't know, healthcare, gun control, all of these things. I mean, we'd be, we'd be living in a completely different world. It blows me away. In fact, so much so that I now will sometimes be like, you guys, last night there was this moment. I was on like my third viewing of this week's episode and they landed in Mexico, the Vanderpump Rules crew, and they were walking through the airport and there was this quick shot of Sandoval walking past a sign, uh, a public service announcement sign about diarrhea because they were in Mexico. And that's like, you know, be careful of drinking water. Or you might get diarrhea, but it was this perfect shot of Sandoval. And then you could re- it was big lettering diarrhea. And I'm telling you these producers, all these editors, they're not dumb. Some of the smartest people you will meet if they love their job. And I can tell whoever is working on the season of Vanderpump rules, love their jobs because you know, they left that in there as a little Easter egg. Cause I'm telling you, it's all of a two second shot, two second shot that I, we, we were like freeze framing free. Stop, stop. I was trying to get the perfect picture. Stop, stop, stop. And it's, but it's in there. And I'm, and I know you're like, Ryan, that's insane. But I'm telling you these little Da Vinci code clues are in there. And I was like, the producers knew Tom Sandoval was shit way back then. (laughs) But I do believe they sometimes put these things in there to make themselves laugh. You know, they're like a little inside jokes with production. So then I heard, okay, so then I heard 10 episode order, right? Plus the new episode. So that maybe that's 12. But then I think back to, I believe it was Radio Andy, where Andy Cohen was saying he was headed to LA for the reunion, which filmed last Thursday. And he said, oh, I haven't even, you know, I'm watching three the last three episodes on the plane, which by the way, could you imagine sitting in first class and you're sitting next to Andy Cohen and you're a Bravo fan? I'd be like, yo, dude. I know like it's a private, like, is there any way we could share earbuds or air, you know, like we'll make sure it's cleaned with alcohol afterwards. But 
uh, could we, could I watch those with you? Wouldn't that be amazing? But he watched supposedly, and he, I remember him saying episode 11. So unless they had cobbled together this final dramatic episode already, which they might've had a bare bones structure to it. Uh, but I was thinking maybe there's an 11 episode order and we might get two more on top of that. Plus the reunion. Like I said, also I was beginning to say at the reunion, you know, they got done at 7.30 and I didn't start recording last week until like 10.30 p.m. because I was waiting and I had gotten a couple of people that were texting me from uh, the little uh, celebration, the rap thing for, uh, I think, like Katie, Ariana, Sheena. They went to uh, Laurel Tavern or they went to one bar first and then to Laurel Tavern. And um, I had a couple of people contacting me from there. Jack showed up. Uh, <laughs> but uh I was scared that it got out so early and, and I, I did hear from a couple of people because what I had said last week, and even I, I've just been saying this, I was like, when something this big happens, that's so in the zeitgeist, how the fuck, sorry to use language like this guys. Um, this usually is a family show. How are you ever going to talk about anything else? Because anything else you talk about is going to lead directly back to Scandal. Because, listen, I feel like this was a season where I would have, I and I hope, this is the one storyline that I think hopefully we will get a honest, good uh, conversation about, is that you had Katie and Schwartz. The season of, and by the way, next week's episode, we're supposed to see this kind of celebration of them selling their house and their Schwartz and uh, Katie are going to go out on a dinner. And we saw that in the opening trailer for the season of like, like, oh, I guess we're like, you know, a example of like a divorced couple that's making it work, which I watched that. And as a divorced dude, I was like, oh. I, re I remember, I remember that dinner for me, <laughs> you know, I was like a month later, that wasn't the case. Um, but I was hoping that we were going to get a lot of uh, conversation about that. Also about uh, Schwartz's uh, lady love, this Joe girl that has been talked about so much, even though she doesn't agree to film. I think at this point she's been introduced enough that it would be, I think disingenuous to the audience since we are kind of more sophisticated in our tastes towards these shows. And we do so much research once again, shout out to Reddit um, that I hope we, I hope that's not ignored, but even when you have that conversation, you're three steps away from bringing it back to Scandal. Cause you'd be like, Schwartz, did you lie to Katie and the rest of the people about your live in girlfriend uh, for such and such a reason? And then it'll like, you know, James would be like, yay, that's why Sandoval then decided to cheat guys. Die. Like everything will go back to Scandal. I think all roads will potentially lead to that. And also, you know, I don't, I can't speak for Katie or Schwartz. I can, I can imitate them <laughs> as characters, but I can't speak for them, but I would imagine the, the white hot anger, even though Katie does still threaten to burn, like burn a lot of people. She wants people burned up. I live in fear of the day that Katie was like, I'm going to set fire to Ryan that I live in fear of that day, but uh, hopefully not. Hope, you know, but I think the anger might've subsided a teensy bit unless Scandal reignited the anger for her and for that situation. But the Scandal stuff is so right now, so right now that I just feel like every time they might talk about a topic, you'll get four sentences in and then it'll immediately go back to the bullshit situation that Tom Sandoval put everybody in because everybody's guilty by association. And I want to talk about something about Lala about that too, but I do have to, <laughs> and I don't like, okay, so don't make fun of me for this, but you know what? I deserve to be made fun of a little bit, I guess. And I say, I want to say first and foremost, uh, you know, we watch this show, how we watch this show. This is not a new show. I feel like there is good information in here. I think I have a decent heart, um, but I'm only, you know, I only go by what I think and feel and what I think is funny. And sometimes what I think is funny is not funny to everybody. And especially it can be hurtful at times. And it, you know, and also with this, you know, like, listen, I'm not, I'm not famous, not near, like I'm nobody. Um, you know, I struggle, uh, you know, I struggle every month. I, I'm trying to make a living. I do make a living out of this, but I eke it out. And 
uh, you know, a lot of shit's going down and I, I take out a lot of my feelings onto this. Like I, I was, I got ignited in anger all over again when I saw that Raquel, Rocky, Rachel out of, uh, Ariana's house with a big overnight bag coming out. I got pissed off all over again. Cause I was just like, how sleazy, like Tom, we, you are one of the sleaziest people that I never knew you were, but it turns out you're the sleaziest, but also it takes two to tango of like Raquel, Rachel, Rocky, you have your own place. Did you think that was a good idea to go over there and have a little slumber slumber party? Like, can we start using our heads a little bit? And I know, you know, if you want to say that you're in love, lust, whatever, that's your business. But at the same time, there is this thing where it's bad luck to keep just needling away for your own, your own benefit, your own narcissistic belief that you deserve whatever you want. So much laziness and hurtfulness are wrapped up in those things. But regardless, I, I, you know, that's why I, I, I do get angry in a lot of these things. And I, I sometimes have really uh, a weird sense of humor that some people like and some people don't. And I, uh, <laughs> um, well, so let me see. I'm trying to find the letter. Uh, okay. So I, I was joking about the send it to Daryl merchandise. I have been, and even though I, this week it was very successful, uh, Lala was able to, I think it helped put her deposit down on her Palm Springs hand, uh, house, like $1.26 million house in Palm Springs, two doors down from Sheena. So they literally can raise their kids together, which I think is amazing. Now, Daryl, of course, is Lala's attorney, Daryl Miller. And, uh, I had received a letter, uh, from Daryl Miller, uh, two days ago and, uh, not anything to do with making fun of her merchandise <laughs> that no, I mean, listen, get, get yours, you know, I, I get yours. Um, but the past couple of episodes, I have done a character on this show <laughs> called little Lala. And little Lala, I'm not going to do the voice uh, any longer. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, but little Lala, I was doing a voice and it was like Lala, little Lala was Lala's private parts. And, you know, and it was making fun of Dawn and them hooking up at the uh, Airbnb. <laughs> sounds so ridiculous. The Airbnb. And I was just saying some really gross things through the character of little Lala in this. And it was, it was like kind of, I guess you could think of like, maybe like, you know, South park, but not as funny. Uh, and it was just really offensive. And, and I think at the, I didn't think it was offensive at the time, but uh, uh, Mr. Miller has uh, pointed it out that it is offensive and in, in some ways defamatory. And I, and I do want to say that <laughs> in no way, do I believe at any point that Lala's vagina would ever talk? And no, and that is a horrible joke on my part. Um, that is not something that is cool to do. I uh, I apologize uh, directly to uh, Lala Kent and, and anybody associated with that. I I, I and, and listen and and as a cis man, a cis male in this space, I need to be better at that. It's. It's a, you know, it's just such a gift to be able to talk about this stuff, but also I don't want, I don't want, I don't want legal trouble about any of this. This is just, this is just, I love this show so much. And I just think it is obvious there is no way. And, and that's what also, there is no way you guys, it's a joke. I mean, like there's no way in anything like, that's why it's so ridiculous when I even say, yeah, we all know Lala's vagina doesn't talk, you know, like, and if it did, I'm sure she'd find a way to make money about, off it, but like it, it doesn't. And I apologize profusely. It will not be done again. And I'd also, I'd also just like to say, this is not the time, especially I'm going through a lot of things and I just, I, uh, I sometimes I just, it's like, I get like a school kid on the playground, but I also want to put a little bit of blame on you guys, the audience, because when you fall for April Fool's Day jokes, I don't even know what to say to you. What are you talking about? You're like, right, April Fool's, it's Friday. April Fool's is not till Saturday. But then it's like sometimes you might not listen to this until Saturday. So you just got April Fooled. Yes, no, Daryl did not send me a letter yet. 
Daryl did not send me a letter yet. But and by the way, little Lala is still. I'm little Lala. I'm Lala's vagina. <laughs> you got him, Ryan. <laughs> you did it, me and little Lala. No, that was a complete April Fool's Day. And, and, and you guys, some of you might have been expecting that because last April Fool's, I did a very convincing thing where I said Lisa Rinna had given a cease and desist. I could no longer do her voice and that I was being sued for, for saying that she eats farts. <laughs> I convinced people that Lisa Rinna was suing, suing me because I said that she likes to eat farts, which, by the way, that has not been disproven for Lisa Rinna. So I just wanted to say that at the top is you can't prove to me that Lisa Rinna does not enjoy a good fart. Food-wise, folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Uh, so anyways, that was a April Fool's Day joke. Um, yeah, no, we're good. We're going to keep we're going to keep rocking and rolling. I'm going to keep potentially offending uh, people. The only thing I do want to say is that these are my own personal thoughts, feelings, and jokes. You're going to have your own thoughts. You're going to have your own way to go. You're going to have your own really strong opinions. I totally appreciate that. And like I encourage, and a lot of people actually have, start your own podcast and stuff like that. This is just how I see things. This is how I see sense of my sense of humor. And it doesn't have to be yours. But you don't have to get upset about it either. Like that's that's your thing. And if, if any of this gets too upsetting for you, and I say this in the kindest uh, kindest of ways is that just turn it off, turn it off and go listen to something that you can handle, uh, that actually makes you happy, chase your joy. You know what I'm saying? Do all of that stuff. And that's, that's the way to go. So, <laughs> okay, let's get to this. Uh, don't worry. I'll put the timestamps of when the, uh, recap starts for the show. But so we got, uh, pictures and by the way, people are like, Oh, another setup photo. You guys, I, I I want to let you know that I do know for a fact that people are camped out at Tom and Ariana's house in Valley Village, like pretty much 24-7 right now, just capturing all comings and goings. Um, so this isn't a setup shot. This isn't that. But these were taken when Raquel Rachel was supposed to be at court. But, we, you know, she always knew she wasn't going to go. And Sheena knew she wasn't going to show up either, most likely. But also, she was over there at old uh, Ariana Maddox's house. And uh, Tom's manager made a statement today going, no, no, this, they, this was not an overnight trip. She, uh, she was just coming to say a quick goodbye before he left, you know, before a quick goodbye, which is like, guys, stop being dipshits about this. It's like, you can't pretend to know how Hollywood works. You know, some of the Vanderpump cast. And then all of a sudden act like you don't, Oh, I'm just shocked. And I'm going to make up this bold faced lie. Lala, I mean, sorry, Lala, Raquel spent the night over there, dude. And she had an unusually large capacious bag with her. It was, I mean, a really, really very large bag. In fact, I don't know a lot about women's products and stuff like that, but I'm trying to find, it's a certain type of bag. Um, 
Oh yeah, it's this Bays B E I S bag, Bays bag, and uh, it's huge. She didn't even zip up the bag correctly. Very sad. Uh, it looks like shit's gonna all start spilling out. And by the way, this is a shot of her putting stuff or taking stuff in the car, or out of the car, and she's next to two trash bins. Which I was like, wow, there's three trash bins in this photo now. Uh, two trash bins and Rachel. But uh, I. I think it's, I mean, this is just gross. I mean, just because Tom invites you over does, I mean, this is what it's like. You have your own place. Why do this shit? That is just so, I mean, some people don't, I think a lot of people felt the rage I felt with this because it was just so gross. There are so many, uh, I, I made a meme. There are so many great dumpsters in Los Angeles that they could have hung out at besides the quote unquote marital home. I mean, it, this really was their home that they shared. And this is just shows you what kind of mind state Tom is in that he just doesn't seem to get any of this. There's no shame. Like most people have shame. Most people will hang their heads when they know they've done something wrong. And it's just gross. It's just gross. And by the way, uh, Raquel was prepared this time. Cause she usually looks like, you know, the emperor in the black, like, uh, I'm Raquel and I have no makeup on. So she usually has the black hood over her head and it looks weird. This time she's all done up. She is ready for the cameras. I just don't know at what part, like, I just keep wondering, like, I'm like, can, do one of them have half of a heart at least? And I'm not saying Ariana is crushed and she like, Ariana is one of the stronger people I know, but like, dude, just it's what a way to make it grosser. Now, Logan, who is a manager over at TomTom, Tom, one of the best waiters over there as well, um, he wrote on his Instagram story, he uh, has a uh, clown photo over Raquel Rachel's face. And by the way, I will say Logan was very friendly with Raquel as well. And I think that's a very interesting thing. All of their friends are just as shocked as they are sometimes. He wrote, is this how y'all are making amends, righting your wrongs? The robot has her own apartment. Go there, go anywhere else. Why did we get so much shit for being at the house watching Beyonce music videos, but it's okay to have Rachel over? Maybe at least pretend to have some decency, for the cameras at least. And don't worry, Tom, I texted you about this before posting. I know that bugged you before. And uh, yeah, man. Well, it, that tells us a lot. Tells us Tom uh, had a shit fit that they were over there watching videos, probably trying to like keep things cool and fun. Um, it also shows that Tom must have not liked something that Logan had posted and reached out to him. So Logan was like, listen, dude, now I am going to text you when I post this shit. Good on Logan. Now, I I uh, I blocked Tom Sandoval's phone number like I, I, I blocked it. I don't want to I don't want because I did hear that um, I hear that he is starting to reach out to people. I don't think that would ever be me, uh, but you know, maybe it is. Cause I go very hard on him in any kind of meme format. And he does pay attention to that weirdly enough. Now, um, yeah, all it, all it took, all it took for Tom to pay attention to Instagram was just if we were talking about him and now he's all in, but, uh, yeah, no, I blocked that. Cause I do not want to have, uh, any kind of dealings with him. I've seen his band enough. I'm good. And I will continue to say, I, I just, what makes me sad is that I keep expecting some sort of decency of some sort of understanding, even of like, I'm so sorry. I fell in love with somebody else, but I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure that it's not in front of your faith any longer. And then brings it to their fucking house. And what's so sad is that you guys have seen some of the inside of the house, but like, I fucking like, he did a fucking world tour of like me in that house of showing every little bit of thing that they picked out the wallpaper, the furniture, how each thing meant something. And you just shat all over it. It's so gross to me. I just, I'll never understand it. You guys, I keep, I feel like I'm living in some kind of twilight zone and I can't imagine how Ariana feels about this. That's why I keep when people when they keep saying, oh, this is fake. This is set up. I'm like, dude, it is sadly not. Um, and I would also like I would say if two people own a house, is there any way to file any kind of trespassing charge at a certain time until they decide how they're going about this, how they're going about um, either moving out of the house, buying somebody else, selling it completely. Um, don't bring girlfriends over there. Don't just don't. I mean, how I'm dumb as hell. How do I even see that? And he doesn't 
makes no sense. I mean, if it doesn't enrage you, I mean, that got me fired up all. That was like three strong cups of coffee this morning for me. I was like, what? Zoinks, what? (laughs) I was really pissed. Um, Okay, I wanted to talk about Sheena's uh, legally blonde, uh, my cousin Vinny win in the court, uh, the court system yesterday. And this is so ridiculous. This is so ridiculous that this is what we're using our court systems for is little back and forths like this. And uh, Emily D. Baker was on the show Thursday talking about this as well. Now, I love Sheena's lawyer who seems like Sheena's lawyer should be potentially a cast member or a friend of next season because this dude's like this dude's got shade for miles. So his name I'm trying to find his name. I believe it's like. Trying to find the name, but this is from an Us Weekly article, and it says, uh, "Oh, uh, Nate Nima Rami, Ramani. Nima Ramani is her lawyer, Sheena's, and it says when Rachel always uses Rachel, her proper name, not Raquel. When Rachel realized that she would lose in court and that she couldn't just drop it, she decided to not show up at all." We were prepared to expose Rachel's lies, but instead she will have to live knowing that she betrayed two of her best friends, Sheena and Ariana Maddox. I think also the, her third best friend, which is the public. I think she heard all of us as well. Um, and then, uh, so that happened. We also then continued in the statement. Sheena didn't punch Rachel. Rachel didn't get a black eye. Sheena pushed Rachel, but only after Rachel grabbed her wrist and Rachel did not suffer a concussion. So we finally get a little more of this information. Now, I was always told there was a shove. I told you guys that from the beginning, there was a shove, but now we get a little bit more that Rachel grabbed Sheena's wrist. Now, I am just guessing here, but a wrist, why would you grab a wrist? Would it potentially be because you're texting or calling somebody maybe with this more information could it be something like that uh he also added this isn't reality tv this is the real world and rachel's actions have real consequences rachel filed a false police report a false medical report and a frivolous petition for a restraining order instead of accepting responsibility for her actions rachel shamefully tried to misuse our justice system to shift blame to sheena we are happy that sheena is now vindicated so that was Sheena's lawyer's statement. Uh, I don't know what you guys think about that. If you're watching on YouTube, let me know in the comments. Oh, I've always wanted to say that. Hey, if you're watching, hey, let me know in the comments and hit like and subscribe. Yeah. No, I, I, I find it all just extremely sad. It's just extremely sad that a lot of this has come to this thing. And also, I wanted to, to say another piece of information that I... Listen, take this with a grain of salt. I, I heard another uh, somebody on Twitter saying that the cameras were going up very soon. Uh, I hear that the cameras, this is what I hear that cameras are going up in May. Um, so there will be a little bit of a break. I was hoping that they would just start, but maybe they'll let things die down again and kind of see. Because at this point, what I'm really curious about, and if anybody in the cast is listening to this podcast right now, and I know that some have in the past, can you please let me know and le- uh, let me know if I can share this or not? Uh, who is going to w- be willing to film with Sandoval and Raquel Rachel? This show has been based on, like I keep thinking about every time Jax did something horrible, people still filmed with him, is that we are on a reality television. They all do get paid for this. And also, this is the other thing I was thinking, and I hope this benefits Katie most of all, because she's been there from the beginning. But unfortunately, Sandoval has been there from the beginning, too, is that I would imagine maybe, hopefully, that they're in a good, decent, um, a potential way to make more money from Evolution now that they're like, listen, this past week's episode got the highest ratings this season. Each episode does better than the last right now. And I think they're in a really good spot if they did not, uh, if they're in between contracts, because I think Bravo was like, hey, we're doing you a favor by bringing you back. But now I think maybe some of the cast are in the driver's seats. And I hope the good ones can use that to their advantage. But yeah, I'm hearing that they're going to be cameras up in May and shoot uh, through this, you know, a couple months in the summer. That's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing it is not in a couple of weeks, even though I did see a camera crew around Sheena for um, 
for her walk into court and her walk out. But that could have been entertainment tonight. That could have been for Sheena's YouTube. That could have been just for personal fun. Me and Kiki Monique got the tug of shame. We were going to go out, but then I heard, I had heard that Raquel wasn't going to be there. And I heard it was going to be like really, I heard it was going to be a real quick thing. And it was raining in LA at eight 30 in the morning. So I, uh, I was like, nah, I'm good. And I, but it, I am bummed because that <laughs> Sheena with Brock, you know, it was a very, I was like, this is what the justice system is about. Like this is Sheena's day. She was just walking proudly. The only thing I do want to know is where Raquel got the cut on her, uh, her eyebrow that we saw. I was wondering if that was one of Sheena's nails accidentally. She does have those talon nails, something I really do wonder about. So let me know if you guys know. I'm sure we'll find out that about the reunion. But once again, that is not a punch. It is not a punch. And I'm not trying to be a dick. It's just that's it's not a punch. Um, so uh, also, this is, is not a joke about Lala, but I, I read something about Lala. Maybe it was on her podcast. And Lala said that she knew, and like, like, listen, I think Demois is coming on next week. I think we've been DMing and I keep getting sent this video of Demois on her podcast saying she had gotten the first DM about this in December of 2022. What are we in March? So December of 2022 uh, is when she first heard this was sent to her. And she says, she thinks a lot of people knew that they knew um, I also want to say, you know, Demois, you know, Demois doesn't watch Vanderpump Rules. She's told me that. She's probably said it on her podcast multiple times. I really like Demois a lot, but she says she thinks a lot of people know. I want to assure you once again that people might have had their suspicions, like Lala, like Ali, like DJ James Kennedy. I think a lot of people you can even see on this season thought Raquel, Rachel, Rocky was very, very weird. It was very fangirl behavior, but I also think. They saw her behave that way with Schwartz. They saw her behave that way with the other dude from Coachella who we met at the pool party last week. They saw her behave that way with uh, Nima from uh, from Shaw's. I mean, they, they saw uh, they saw her behave that way with multiple, multiple dudes. So when you see that much behavior, but Lala now it keeps coming out. Like she does a different show. She's Jeff Lewis. She's like, yeah, somebody, I, maybe it was her. Somebody walked in on a closet and they were underneath a blanket, you know, but we just, you know, we were assured nothing was happening. So I believe, you know, I have my theories on who, and I hope to pump Demois for more information about that when she's on. Um, but also it's it's different when somebody has not watched the show. I think the people that have watched the show from the beginning kind of understand these things a little bit better. But Lala said she just, you know, she had her suspicions. She thought it was really weird, but she didn't want to say anything to Ariana because she didn't think it was her place. And this was like a big bone of contention I had when I heard this. And this is might be um, my problem with Lala as a character, because I really just don't. I really like Lala when she's on podcasts or when I get sent clips of her podcast. And I think she's really fun. I think she gets it. Like, I think she could be a host for like Access Hollywood or like there's this kind of, you know, I mean, little Lala. I'm little Lala. I talk tough. What up? I'm pussy. You know, there's that element of Lala, like I'm gangsta. You want to get popped? There's that, like I'm a G. But then there's this other side that I think is very uh, is sweet and kind, and you see that in certain scenes. And I think those two sides fight, you know, on which is going to win. I think Lala sometimes defaults to the G character um, of like yeah, 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 when that sometimes doesn't seem to be the real Lala. But I found that quote, that pulled quote, a little frustrating because. I remember her in the last reunion when her marriage with Randall or not, she, they weren't married yet. Her engagement with Randall, the father of her child was breaking up. She was saying that she was horrified that nobody had ever told her that they were suspicious of Randall. And I was like, girl, you didn't go on the internet. We all told you, we all told you for years. In fact, this was another example of a woman making a man that we were all suspicious of going like, Oh, okay. Maybe we were wrong. You know, it's very similar. Randall and Tom, now I'm realizing having so many similarities in that Randall was so like when he was on the show, oh, I'll buy anything. I'll help everybody. I'll donate to this. I'll donate to that. You know, Jax, you should get help. I'll, I'll send you to a therapist. All of this stuff where you're like, wow, Lala loves him. And Lala says she doesn't take shit from anybody. And he's so, he seems like such a nice guy. Might not be the best looking guy in the world, but who is except for Brad Pitt and a couple other lucky people. Um, and Sandoval would be the same way. 
you know, we kind of were suspicious of Sandoval. And then Ariana is like, oh, Ariana's a cool girl. I mean, and then Sandoval was just so nice, so accommodating to everybody. Um, so that was that was interesting to me, these similarities. But I remember on that reunion, Lala was like, I'm just horrified that none of my friends told me about this suspicious behavior, that he was acting like this. And it horrifies me that nobody stepped up. I'm paraphrasing, of course, but it was something like that. And this, to me, this quote, and, and this is pulled out of context. I, I really would like to read or hear the surrounding stuff. But once again, I'm like, dude, well, Lala, you said you didn't like this when it happened to you. If you had a suspicion at all, it was your responsibility to pull Ariana aside. Like you would have wanted somebody to pull you aside with the Randall stuff. If you had any information at all. And that's what, you know, upsets me sometimes about Lala. It's like, dude, you know, you had that whole scenario with uh, Ariana where you got, you know, that little, the car ride with Tom in there where you got a little sexual and stuff. And then you kind of felt like shit all over Ariana the next couple of seasons. Um, that's just from a viewer's point. We might not have seen something. That's just how I took that as a viewer. And I just, and now it seems like she's very close to Ariana and willing to like go to war for her, which is great. But once again, it's like, well, where was that? Where was that when it really, when she really needed it, when she could have gotten a heads up potentially months earlier. And all it did with her not knowing this information, because she truly didn't, she might've had suspicions, but she didn't know it, it, it just made things get worse and worse. I mean, listen, Sandoval was going to do what he was going to do. Uh, it would have actually saved Sandoval probably more than Ariana. Cause Sandoval just like dug his grave bigger and bigger and bigger. And there's a couple of things that I've heard are true that I don't know. Like I heard that he did uh, sleep with Raquel in uh, in a car outside of their house. Um, I can't guarantee that, but that is something that I heard was true. Um, also, I have been in contact with Ariana a couple of times and I'm so, by the way, uh, Ariana's website, which I'm going to post on, uh, post on the, the Instagram stories tomorrow, but uh, it's teamariana.com, and there's a lot of really cool, fun merchandise on there. Um, sorry, I'm just trying to load it here. Oh, wait, actually, no, not, no, it's not. Wait, guys, it's not teamariana.com. I'm giving you the wrong uh, Ariana. Gosh, guys, I should have been prepared for this. Uh, okay, here it is. Here it is. She releases uh, merch that includes C Cooler Than You. Uh, she's currently filming the Lifetime movie Buying Back My Daughter. Great. That's a great time. No, okay. It's officialteamariana.com. Officialteamariana.com. The uh, the logo Team Ariana is cool. It has her in that picture of the big, the beautiful, colorful dress that she went to the wedding a couple of weeks ago. It says for bad bitches only. I hope I can still buy from this, even though I'm potentially not a bad bitch. Ooh, it has a best fucking friend hoodie. It has a ride or die t-shirt, a cooler than you crew neck. It's not me that you, a born cool bucket hat, a tote bag that says I'm smarter than you. I'm prettier than you. I'm cooler than you. Get over it. It has a wet blanket blanket, has a born fucking cool hoodie. Bad. So anyways, you can put your email address uh, in there, stay updated. And these are actually affordable prices. Like a crop top is $22. I am not crop top ready. I'm just going to tell you that right now. I've got love handles. When love handles come back in, maybe I can pull off the crop top. But I'm actually going to buy a couple of things of these, as well as something about her, their, uh, her and Katie's restaurant, which is very real. They have their merchandise for sale that all of that money is going directly into the restaurants. Uh, I told, uh, you guys last week, I have volunteered to work at something about her under the table or for minimum wage. I've gotten a little movement on there. I might've gotten word that they might need all the help they can get. So hopefully I have some references. I have worked food and Bev as they call it in the food and beverage industry. So I'm going to help out in any way I can. I just, the, there's something about her merch. I was waiting for them to do that knife shirt with the sandwich bread in, in, in black instead of just white, because I would just spill all over that white. I've ruined so many cool shirts that way. And I've just, I'm smarter as I grow older. So, so anyways, go support officialteamariana.com for merchandise over there. Okay. You guys, we're only, 44 minutes in that's fine though we're having fun this is a family event oh you guys and i can't wait to uh 
I can't wait for you to listen to uh, the episodes next week. We've got one of my favorite reality stars from years past. I talked to her this week and it was just so cool. And so many cool things are happening. Um, I do want to say really quickly, I'm going to Arizona um, to be with my parents and my mom. Thank you to everybody that has been reaching out about Becky Bailey, my mother. Uh, if you're new to the show, my mom has uh, cancer and it is uh, stage four, unfortunately. And we, I don't know, time has gone so weird. I don't know where I've said what, where. Um, and unfortunately, the chemotherapy didn't work. And uh, but uh, and and, and we, I was talking about earlier this week that we were, she was very excited. We were planning a, her dream trip to Alaska in June. And unfortunately, in the last day, things have taken a little bit of a, 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 a bad turn. This is unfortunately is not an April Fool's Day joke. So uh, I don't think the Alaska trip is going to be able to happen, which is great. Like, it's like, dude, God, if you, ex you know, God, man, like, just give, give us this. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm going to be back there as of uh, Saturday and I will be there uh, for an undetermined amount of time. And I will uh, uh, hopefully, I don't know, you'll definitely maybe hear from my dad on the pod and, uh, and hopefully my mom, you know, my mom just the fucking. And women are so damn cool, you know, like this, this woman has been through it. She has been through it. She has done, she has just been through the ringer and she's just a fighter. And unfortunately with this, we know there's no cure, you know, and, and the only reason I am so honest and open about this is because so many of you guys have shared your stories. And if I haven't been able to write you back, I am so sorry. Know that I've seen most of them and I'm so sorry, but it seems like everybody has had a family member or they have gone through things like this themselves. And I've been so blessed up in this, this point to not have this happen to me or my family yet. And now it, it is happening to my family. And I say this just uh, because these are kind of turned out to my little personal diaries sometimes in my journals. And it's how I process my emotions uh, and feelings, but she's just so man, she's so damn, so damn strong. And, you know, some of the stuff she's telling me now just like fucking crushes me. And she's like with a smile, she's still with a smile on her face or you hear it in her voice. She's like, no, she's like, it's okay to be sad, but we, we don't, we, we keep going. It's okay to be sad, but just pick your moments to be sad. And then just, you know, we keep going. And it's just so frustrating though. It's like now, you know, I, I, I can't speak specifics, but, uh, I can't, I can't, um, but it's just, it's very frustrating. And especially that there's, you know, we get these timetables and the timetables get cut and, uh, and it's a really scary, uh, and I'm more just for her. And, and it's my mom's such a beautiful woman, uh, that we're more than our bodies. We're more than our looks. We're more than any of that stuff. And her spirit is really what counts, but, uh, yeah, I really don't know what to say about any of that. I just wanted to say that before the end, before we get started into this madcap adventure where I'm going to get insane. I wanted to say that. And I wanted to say, uh, you know, puts, put positive vibes. If you if you believe in prayer, say one for my mom. Her name's Becky Bailey, uh, Rebecca, Rebecca Ann Bailey. And uh, I really hope, you know, I think about Vanderpump Rules seasons. I hope we all have a lot more seasons of our lives, and and we and we will. And and uh, if I act weird, then that just means I've been acting weird for the last three years on here. But just know that there's some things happening, and and I'm still processing. And this is how I process weirdly enough. So okay, that's it. Ah, okay. Okay, you guys. That was part one. Now go over and listen to part two, which is the full recap. All the voices. Okay. Betches.